is a little bit more, more convenient. And I think, sorry, Steve, it was hiding. <coughs> so hopefully that works. Yes. It's good to be here. How's your, how's your new year going, right? <coughs> um, I hope it's off to a, off to a good start. And uh, we're glad to have everybody out. I wonder how you uh, approach the new year. Um, I know there were some folks went over to North Greece Road and stayed up till midnight. And uh, I heard. didn't get home until like 3 o'clock in the morning. Like that's, that's a commitment to starting the new year right. I only heard about it. <laughs> uh, have you given up? change the calendar, I'm going to, to do something different. New year, new you, right? I know instead week, the week after, we have our Vision Sunday, we share this is our theme for the year. Uh, but for some of the Okay, finish strong. Uh, another focus on, well, someone else And another, I'm going with the word I want to be asking questions. You know, I want to learn. I want this year to be one of, uh, of gaining knowledge. And so, you know, coming up with that we use. And sometimes um, two different people can say Okay. Um, you can probably test Creatures use their words. 
And so we have a lot of in the church. Right? Some of them justification or sanctification. They're like, okay? And if we have And so we have the word. Uh, we did we spent the month working our way through Advent. But it's a, Advent is a series of four words. First is hope. Second is peace. Joy. And then love. Right? Four words. But they're important words associated with the birth of Christ, but not just the birth, associated with Christ himself. Last week, we spent our whole service as a prayer service focused on the And so, it might as we work our way through scripture, okay, we keep coming back to these important words. Do you know that? that he writes with two words. The same two words begin every letter. Now, it's not like our letter, dear Lawson Road, okay? It's not like the very first two words, but in the these two words will show up every time. Anybody want to have a guess what those words words are? Grace and peace. Yeah. Every letter. And so I want to about these two words. In some ways, messages have kind of messed all that up. Yeah. 
right? Um, and, and so we sincerely. Uh, I know. Even though you've used the word dear. And, and so. It's just a way of starting a sentence, beginning a conversation. And so. A particular. As he works his way through. And then. something nice about the person. Uh, I'm so glad that I can send you this letter. You know? Or I'm thankful for what you've done for me. And that is grace. It was sort of like a, a form of word grace. And they would see one something like that, gracious. Um, and he took the Hebrew So the Jews would say to one another, shalom, when they see someone, or peace. And he put these together. And he begins each of his letters by saying to the churches, grace and peace. So it was a mild writing at the beginning out of the way. Okay? There was some thought that went into this. This was his greeting. And I think He's and greeting people or Gentiles in those congregations. And so he uses this greeting that says grace and peace, Romans and Jews. And I think that's church. When I go and speak at a church down south, I'll begin by saying the people that were both that were different from each other.
Jesus without grace and peace. I want to just Jesus Christ. So there are beginning, pretty friendly, good reminder, love by God. Second, you're It comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and we see just in that title there, Lord Jesus Christ, the idea of that he is the Messiah, that he was anointed, that he came for a purpose. So just a
our Father. So, There's a, a and uh, the faithful brothers and sisters in in Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father. And I know some translations I think there might include and the Lord Jesus Christ because many of the, many of the uh, books begin that way. So, when he writes to the church, these I think are some basic things that he wants them to know. He wants them to know Him. Okay? Um, and, and so there's a relationship starting place. In addition to that, how is this relationship to experience, to be reminded of grace and peace from God? And from Jesus. So, what is grace? The dictionary would tell us that grace is sort of, perhaps you've heard the phrase, unmerited favor. Right. We use that sort of language all the time, don't we? Um, unmerited favor. And what And so you of Jesus. And so the two can be used interchangeably. 
I don't think we do that very much, but I think Paul does as he talks through. When he talks about grace, he's not just saying, out of all everything that God has done for us. Because we didn't deserve any of it. And so grace gospel. And we Jesus. Let's, uh, let's just look at that. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. What's the gospel, according to Paul here? Doesn't use the through death to make us holy in the sight of God the Father. Without blame, and I love this free from accusation. Right? Like, like, that we've done something wrong. This is the gospel. This is grace. So, what then is peace? I know we, I said we talked about peace one week back there in, uh, in December, and uh, you probably... absence of war, the absence of violence. Then, the, you know, you could be And so there's peace in terms of the conflict that takes place around us, but there's peace in terms of our own minds and souls and hearts. 
There's peace just in terms of tranquility, isn't there? Sitting in the backyard, some quiet, you just go, this is peaceful. And yet when God talks about peace, he's not really talking about any of those particular things. He's talking about making the world the way that he always intended it to be. You see, God then just was I able to sit down and take a break from the chores that I had, you know, this weekend? Was I did I You say, no, I made the world in a particular way. And truly, until the world is that way again. And so, he's wishing a peace that is profound. A peace that is the way, making things the way God intended in our lives and in the world. Beginning in the church. It's very unnecessary that they would be recycled into plows. Isaiah put it this way. The Lord train for war anymore. Do you remember that song down by the right? Won't learn war, won't learn war no more. Right? Is that sort of recurring chorus in there? Or study war no more? Won't train for war. That's the that's on a national level. But that's that's God's intent for the world, isn't it? That he didn't create the world. We see um, Cain and Abel, their conflict that takes place immediately after humanity. Um, what God wants for his people. Is peace. What God wants in his world is peace. Peace not only um, as a sense of tranquility or a sense of peace, but real spiritual peace that exists not only between people, but between God and his creation. That's where the peace is going to come from. Just as grace comes from God to us, so also peace comes from God to us. Jesus himself would bring them, you want to guess? Peace. Peace.
He continues on. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world and do not be afraid. Jesus wants his people to experience a peace that is different from the peace that the world gives. We might ask the world And I love that the Holy Spirit is the giver of that peace. Last week we saw how the Holy Spirit uh, pours his love, God's love, into our hearts. This week the Holy Spirit is giving us peace. And so I think we can see the importance of, of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Grace and peace. And, and so as a result of grace, right? There's a whole here. Peace is what we experience as a result of the activity of God on our behalf. I want to close giving an example from uh, the book of Galatians. And I'm not going to have a quick look there. Um, I'm not going to read the whole book. That's what I was going to say. Uh, it's kind of a challenging read. You know, there's a lot of... Instead,
this to them. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Amen. Paul said things to these churches. And so how does he begin? He says, I want you to remember the grace that God has given you and the peace that comes as a result of that grace. He goes From the dead. It says to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. You see, nothing. That, that is where their faith journey began. And so I love with grace and peace. I want people began with grace and peace. Right? Now, Eventually, it would become as flippant as dear so-and-so, right? But we don't have to say grace and peace out loud. People will kind of look at us strangely, right? Going through the checkout. But we can help our attitude, can't we? I'm going into a meeting. What attitude does God want me to have? Whatever... is where we begin. That's who I am. That's what God has given me. That's what I want to bring with me in my interactions with others. How would my year be if grace or peace is my word for the year? And so, what I would is that I said I would like to think about what's one word that is important to me when I think about the gospel. Okay, so I'm not, it's difficult sometimes to differentiate these. I'm not saying. put that in one word. And if you're online, leave a comment uh, and uh, we'll, we'll put it on a card for you. And uh, we'll be ready with your word and we'll have a way of displaying these next week and just seeing what we come up with in terms of our, it doesn't have to be for the whole year, but what's a one word summary of the gospel, the good news that God has given us through Jesus.
I wish you all for this year a deep understanding, a deep experience of God's grace and peace.